1: Hello and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy here today with
2: Larry Levine. What's going on, Larry? Uh, you know what? I, I, I'm super excited to see you, but I, have, I owe you an apology and I owe all of our Selling from the Heart listeners an apology because I remember it was a couple podcasts ago. I said the Dodgers will win the World Series and it, it didn't quite happen. I apologize to everybody. There's always next year. <laughs> that's just what makes sports the way it is. I'll leave it at that, Daryl. But it's great to be here. I'm super excited for our guest today.
1: We have got an exciting guest. I can't wait for you to meet Mario McCracken and uh, learn about the new book, Really Care for Them. Talk about lined up with Selling from the Heart and all that's going on around here. It's going to be a fantastic conversation. And Larry, it is so exciting right now. You know, we're we're in the fall. We're gearing towards an event. We've got details coming out soon, but the authentic selling challenge is going to be back in january and i'm so excited we kicked off 2020 with the authentic selling challenge i guess this is uh hopefully this is better than the second time they do a movie but this is going to be the authentic selling challenge too uh we'll have to the return we'll have to come up with some clever tagline
2: wait, wait. okay so first of all authentic selling challenge wasn't that a year ago And here we are, we're talking about it already, how time flies, but it's round two, the Authentic Selling Challenge. It's going to be amazing.
1: It is going to be incredible. So stay tuned on that. It's going to be in mid-January. We're going to get the year started strong once again, and and I'm so excited about it. This week's episode, by the way, is brought to you by the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group, which is an incredible community of like-hearted sales professionals that are dedicated to all the values of Selling from the Heart and driving authentic success, uh, we want to invite you to join us. We, we hang out every second Friday. We have up close and personal guests and you can learn more and even get a free pass to our next up close and personal, just by going to selling slash insiders. That group is fantastic. And I can't wait for you to meet the new friends inside that group, not to mention just colleagues that are going to really help you drive success.
2: Yeah, you know, it's all about community, Daryl, and that's what you get at the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. I encourage everyone, go check us out, go to the web. Go to the webpage, just watch, just watch what people are saying. The people that are involved in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group, just key in on what they say. They're bringing their heart to the forefront and the difference that it's made for them. Yeah, so check it
1: out, sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. Speaking of Selling from the Heart, it's so exciting when a new book is released that aligns so well with the values that uh, we talk about week in and week out and not only the book but the incredible friend we have behind that book larry why don't you
2: introduce mario and let's dive in oh wow I, first of all welcome mario mccracken it is it's been an absolute pleasure to get to know mario um We've met through social. The first time I met him was at Outbound, and basically everyone's taller than me, Daryl. But Mario's significantly <laughs> taller than me, and I almost had to get a chair just to stand up, just to kind of look at Mario eye to eye. But he's been a he's been a big inspiration. I love what he stands for. He aligns so well to selling from the heart. Um, I personally want to thank Mario for all the all the work he's put into his book, which we're going to talk about. But as he's promoted Selling from the Heart, Mario, I sincerely appreciate you from the bottom of my heart. But we're here to talk about Mario. So, Mario, welcome to Selling from the Heart.
0: No, thank you. It's an honor to be here. I, I love the work you do, Larry and Daryl. And so I've learned a lot from you guys. And so it's it's very almost surreal to be on your guys' podcast. <laughs> oh
1: well. <laughs> we're glad to have you here. And Mario, before we dive into this exciting new book, I can't wait to introduce everyone to. We got an important question. It's the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers. And that is Mario, what does it mean to you
0: to sell from the heart? So there's a I, I think about this question a lot because I obviously listen to your podcast. And so <laughs> it's 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 sometimes it's easier to define what it's not than what it is at first, right? So obviously it's being authentic and it's leading with the heart instead of the mind first. But the mind is important. But what it's not is it's not being selfish, right? It's not being money hungry in a sense that you have commission breath, right? It's not hiding information so you can win later. It's not being manipulative. So all the things it's not, when you strip away all the bad stuff, then who you really are as a person is when you're selling from the heart. It's bringing your emotion and your feelings and who you really are in the forefront so that way somebody else can get to know you. But at the same time, you're open enough to get to know other people. And so it's selling from the heart sounds simple, but actually, it's to me, it's very, it's the hardest thing to do, but also the best thing you can do. And mm. Oh, that, that, that's so good. So
2: I, w- I want to go right to as uh, before we dive into the book is I want to go back to what you just said. It's the hardest thing to do. Mario, why do you think it's the hardest thing to do for for many people in sales about bringing their heart to the forefront? And just to play off of, you know, the book is what's so hard? Not only this is where do you think it's so hard, but why do you think when it comes to caring and so forth? Where do you think we all go
0: wrong with this? I think there's lots of reasons. One reason just could be from sales leadership, where lots of times salespeople's goals and objectives aren't aligned with thinking about the other person or thinking about even yourself. It's all just numbers and metrics and those kind of things. And so sometimes that gets in the way. But other times, just how we were raised as humans is to be protective and to not open up to outside people that we don't know really well. And so breaking that kind of cultural barrier of, being super, super open from the very beginning is just really hard to do because that's how you can get be vulnerable. That's how you can get hurt. And you feel if you're closed off, then it's you're kind of in a protection mode. So you have to be confident enough and gain that confidence and work hard enough to say, hey, I'm going to be okay if I do share myself. And that's often harder to do than actually learning about your product, becoming an expert, making the (laughs) calls, all those things, right?
1: Mm, So true. So true. And that that really dovetails well with uh, what we want to talk about today, which is this exciting new book. Congratulations. Hot off the press. Really (laughs) care for them. How everyone can use the power of caring to earn trust. Love that word. Grow sales. Love that. Increase (laughs) income. Yes, please. No matter what you sell or who you sell it to, that is a great title for a book uh really care for them our friend Jeb wrote the forward I mean this is this is a gift I, this is I'm so excited for you uh well, let's just like give us the give us the flyover of this book because this sounds just fantastic and once again big time
0: congrats thank you appreciate it um the idea behind the book was, I get asked a lot since I read so many books. I've read over 300 sales books, right? And I get asked a lot, what books should I read? And it's always, well, it depends. What situation are you in? What problem are you trying to solve? Where are you at in your career? What are you working on with your team? All those different things. But then it always goes back to, okay, let's say I was either just if one sales book to start my career, what should I start with? Mm. And I'll say, well, if you're in B2B, you should start this. Or if you're in consumer, you should start this. Or if you're doing this, you should start this. And so there's all these different answers. And I was like, you know what? I have been able, I've been taking notes for the last 15, 16 years since I started my professional sales career. Why don't I just put together a foundational overview of uh, the hundred most important elements that I would feel would have to be taught to a basic, a beginning level salesperson. That's how it started. And that was the initial motivation behind the book, but it evolved into so much more. But the idea was, what's the first book every salesperson should read? And then that's how the book started. So that's kind of what the idea behind it initially. Fantastic. What if, I mean, like, what if every,
1: like, I'm just, I'm having flashbacks, but what if 28 years ago, someone had a handed me a book when I started in sales, instead of the binder that was three inches thick and, you know, all of this objection handling, all important stuff. But what if someone had said, you know what, Daryl, the key to success is to really, really care for people. Nobody told me that, right? They told me the key to success was sales activity, important. The key to success is closing ratios, important, profitability, important, all great scorecards. But nobody told me to really care. And um, I think uh, in terms of teams that want to build a sales culture, it makes complete sense that on day one, the sales leader would have that sitting on everybody's desk.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's something that evolved over time from everything I read, everything I studied and all my experiences was no matter what the skill set is that you're trying to learn, if you care enough, you'll be able to learn it. And if mm-hmm. the activity is right, you'll care enough to master that activity, and you'll do the activity. And if you care about the other person, you'll find a way to do the discovery the right way. You won't be manipulative, and it all just kind of boiled down to caring. But you can't care unless you're leading with your heart, right? So they That's definitely right. go hand in hand.
2: Oh, this 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 is so good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna spin this around just for a second, Mario. So I'm I got the spotlight shining on you. So we've already asked you, what's it mean to you to sell from the heart? Here's the other one: What's it mean to you to truly care as a sales professional? What's
0: that look like? Mm. So there's there's kind of three parts to caring, at least in kind of how I think about it is you have to care about yourself and the people that you're responsible for. So your family, the people you love, your the people that you are, you have to you're supposed to take care of, right? Your family, you and yourself, you and your family, put them in together. Then you have to care about your customer. You have to care about their desires, their dreams, their goals, their wants, all those things. Right. And then you have to care about the overall situation. So if what you're doing can benefit yourself, your family, the people you care about as far as your customers and the overall situation improves, then you know, you're on the right track, at least as your thought process is concerned. So it can mean different things in different situations, but if you are thinking and aware that those other people and the whole situation are as important as you are, then your thought process is totally going to change. But once you say, I'm me, but they're an object or they're not as important as me. And my needs come first, then it's always going to be wrong. You have to put the needs as equal. So then that's when caring can kind of come forth.
1: I like that mindset. And I think that is, you know, it's almost like, um, it almost feels like a, a really good way to begin would almost just be to pull a piece of paper out on each deal and go, what's, what's important to each one of these three? Like what does caring look like in each one of those areas? What do you, when you, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm so excited about all of this and, and I'm thinking, you know, for our tenured, experienced, you know, multi-decade sales professionals that are listening in, what are your favorite things from this book that apply to, to all of us who've been doing this like Larry for a long, long, long time? (laughs) It was just a matter of time. It was just a matter of time before you went to the age thing. <laughs> for many, yeah. many decades, many decades. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what, what are tenured salespeople going to find out of this this book that um, is really going to be inspirational and helpful to them?
0: So, I re- there was a couple of realizations for me in when I was writing the book. Was uh, the initial idea was writing the first book that every salesperson should read. But what mm-hmm. I realized it totally actually, as I was reteaching myself all the things that I had learned and forgotten over the years, that I was like, wait a second, this is going to help every single salesperson because there's no way to remember everything you're supposed to remember. Now, if you want to go study something deep, this isn't the book for that. This is the book to get the basic idea, remind yourself, hey, this is what I should be doing in this situation, and then go from there. So one of the areas, it talks about what sales leaders need to do. And there's different aspects. Lots of people just focus on the metrics and the and the training. But then, when you really think about it, the best sales leaders that I've ever had were also the best coaches. And so, if you want to be a great sales leader, learn how to coach. And if mm-hmm. you can coach your sales team, and on top of that, add in the management, add in the 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 other type of the, the the more traditional sales leadership stuff, that'll show that you care enough to become a coach to actually help your team, and they're going to care back because they can see how much you care. And so. Th- those little things that I had to reteach myself, but also are good for anybody that's in the sales profession. Know how long, no matter how long they didn't, they've been in it, you can't remember everything. And the other aspect was I gave this book to a few people that weren't in sales just to see what they would think. And those actually gave me the most positive reviews that I've gotten from anybody. They were people that said, Well, I used to hate sales, but now I love salespeople if this is the way they would approach it. Or mm. I have to sell projects internally. I'm a project manager, and this book has taught me how to sell internally. In, into my team even though I'm not officially in sales. So even though this book was written for sales professionals, it actually has a has a much broader base in that way what that showed me is that oh yeah these fundamentals are for everybody no matter their phase in their career because I retaught myself a whole bunch and learned a whole bunch while writing the book and putting it together.
2: You know when when it comes to when it comes to care um it's sometimes the simplest things Mario and Daryl we we tend to brush off to the side because Unfortunately, in sales, we get wrapped up in following shiny objects and so forth. But um, I always say, gosh, the stuff that we're talking about, you know, is not rocket science. And it's stuff in your conversation and, and it's your body language. And it's how you look at somebody and how you position yourself when they know that you and I'm going to add in the word really when they know that you really care. Mm hmm. There's something to be said about human instincts behind all of this, Mario. That they all of a sudden they go, Mario gets Mario gets me. He's into this conversation. He really cares about the things that I care about, and that's what I love because you bring this out in your book a lot.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's it can be big things or little things. It's it's one word that shows oh you are listening and. You made a comment that actually made sense. That doesn't wasn't just moving to the next topic, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes it can be just one sentence that you give to somebody that shows, well, he actually cares. Other times, it's the way you ask the question. Because lots of times, where salespeople are taught to ask questions that sound very selfish. Oh, what's your budget, right? Right. That's like, we're like, oh, I, I don't. We're, that's a very selfish question because I care about their budget. What they care about is solving their problem, right? So there's little ways that you can change how you speak, but then there's big ways too. I still remember something that is. Somewhat small, but to me it was a time when. So I had a, a client we were working with. This was a complex deal where there were about twenty different stakeholders, right? And one of the stakeholders, just passingly in some random meeting, mentioned, "Oh yeah, my daughter got accepted to Yale," and he was super proud. He was an immigrant from from another country, and he had only been in America about ten years, and his daughter was just graduating high school. So he was. You could tell he's a very very humble man. Never spoke up. And so when he said this, it was a really big deal. And so our team we got together, and all we did was we sent him a hat that said proud Yale father, right? And we just mailed it to him. And he called us and then he became our biggest supporter. He said, this was the nicest thing anybody has ever done to me in a professional setting. And for us, it was just a simple little tiny hat, but Mm -hmm. that helped push a deal that 15 stakeholders that usually his department, the IT department is against against the solution we were selling. But because of that, we went over the IT department without any struggle. And it was just, he said a little comment. And then if you can remember that and act on the comments that people give you, there's lots of ways to show you care about somebody.
1: I love it. I love it. And I love the whole idea around developing a collaborative, trust-based approach to selling. You contrast that with the more adversarial, competitive, um, you you call it self-destructive sales behavior let's let unpack that for a second <laughs> for what is self destructive sales behavior i well, how do you define
0: that i, well, I e- the easiest way is an example if you're having trouble closing a de- deal but you're in a com- company where every salesperson is out for themselves and they're not and they don't like share commissions maybe or they have to beat the next person to get the respect or the recognition so they're struggling with the deal but they're not going to ask for help That's super self-destructive. If you need help in something, you shouldn't be afraid or worried to ask somebody for help. So just the fact that you're keeping it inside yourself, that's self-destructive, right? Also, and that's internal self-destructive. There's so many ways to be self-destructive in sales. Another way is when you ask, when you don't give enough information to the client or the prospect or the future partner because you're saying, oh, if I give this information, they might use it against me. And that happens all the time. Saying, no, be 100% transparent. If your product doesn't do something, don't say it does. If your product isn't ready in a certain area, just say when it's going to be ready. Don't hide information where you're not technically lying, but you're also not being 100% honest. That's self-destructive. So there's a million ways to shoot yourself in the foot.
2: Yeah, the, I... I <laughs> Daryl, I I love truth. this. I love this conversation. <laughs> I just have flashbacks of our good friend Todd Capone and the transparency sale because it's just, Mario, and I know you've read the transparency sale, but yeah. it's just, it this all this message lines so well. And, and you know, Mario, Todd's this big sales historian, and he's always, he's always referencing this guy named Norval Hawkins. And Norval Hawkins would always say, if the truth won't sell it, don't sell it, which aligns perfectly to what you just said. But unfortunately, sometimes we just salespeople just can't get out of their own way. My opinion, exactly, yeah,
0: one hundred percent right. I love that quote. That's a great quote. And yeah, if you can't get out of your own way, eventually you're gonna block yourself, right? You're gonna stop yourself eventually. So. Well,
1: so what are some of the? Just give us a preview. What are some of the trust building? Um, what's this What's the trust based approach? that you advocate for in the book? And, and how would you coach our listeners? We've been talking about trust a lot. We just came out of the trust challenge. Uh, you know, trust has been a huge topic. I believe it's the X factor right now. What are some ways that you could coach us in terms of of how you've seen sales professionals effectively build and sustain trust?
0: So, at at least from my experience, and I haven't seen everything, but I've been in a lot of different industries, a lot of different sales environments, and a lot of different teams, but the people that build trust the best are the best at listening to other people tell their stories, but in order to do that, you have to be able to get them to tell their story. And then when it's appropriate to tell your story or stories about your clients. So it all has to do around stories. But if you can get somebody else to tell the story, meaning they're open enough to talk to you and share personal information or personal feelings about a situation, and you listen well enough and then tell your story when appropriate, that's the ultimate way to build trust with someone, I feel. That's that trust that can result in doing business together.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: That, I like that
1: the whole concept. I mean, I, I've heard, I don't know who to attribute this quote to, but story is the language of the heart. And uh, you know when we talk about selling from the heart, there's selling, you know you can you can spout facts, figures, data, features, you know, all kinds of stuff. But in the reality is for most people, what you know what you sell as Don Barden coached us during the trust challenge, They don't want to know everything. They want to know that you know enough about it so they can outsource the outcome to you. Uh, And, and so it's as much, yeah, there's some facts and figures, but the really most, the most important part of this is that they go, yeah, this person not only is competent, but, but like I get the sense that I could trust them. I feel confident in their ability to deliver and, their ability to care the other, the C word that is so important here today is, is really, really caring. Um, Yeah. What are some other ways uh, that you're coaching sales reps to, I mean, there's a, there's, I tell me what you think about this. I mean, there's, there is a a true heart posture of caring, right? And that's, we got to check ourselves at the door every time. um, You know, what is my motive here? What are some some ways that you've seen sales professionals successfully demonstrate that they care? We've talked about listening. Um, We've talked about engaging in in their story. What are some other ways that sales pros show that they care?
0: So it's giving the information that they need and want. And that's often not the same thing. Hmm. And so sometimes they want something that you as the person trying to control the sales process would say, Hey, yeah, you don't need that information. That information isn't going to help you make a decision. It's not relevant. Mm -hmm. And so you don't listen to what they want. And so then they're closed off when you give them what they actually need. So part of it is you have to give them what they want. So later you can give them what they need. And that might be material. That might be answering a question a certain way. It might be just be a conversation. It might be letting them talk to your IT department, even though that'll never actually influence anything except for that's what they want, right? And so you have to draw a fine line, right? You still have to be able to guide them and help them make a good decision, but you have to know, is this something that'll help them or is this something that will just waste time? And sometimes there's a fine line. Another way that it's easier to, to kind of build trust is when they need support, you're finding ways to support them outside of your job, right? And the only way to do that is to ask the right questions. And that's, if you're, you're, you find, if you get to know them well enough that you know what they're working on outside of your exact project and you find ways to support them, they'll be able to totally feel you care right away.
2: And and, and that, gosh, this is, this is phenomenal because it goes to that circle of influence and you know, some it, what, and what we're saying, sometimes salespeople have a hard time grasping this, right? I'm going to help them solve a problem or a potential problem in a, I may not be able to directly sell something to them and then stop and think about that because this is a part of caring that I think oftentimes gets overlooked. I care enough about our partnership. I care enough about our relationship that I'm going to find somebody in my network, in my circle of influence that can help Mario solve these problems that are going on in his office. If you can do that, you've just elevated yourself tenfold inside that company. That's one phenomenal way to show you care.
0: Oh yeah definitely
2: yeah that's it's
1: exciting i am i'm so fired up for this book i'm curious (laughs) as you know as you wrote this book and now it's it's published it's out there and i know everybody that's listening in is going to want to grab a copy not only get it leave a review for our friend mario on this we can spread the word because the message is just spectacular and so aligned what was your favorite chapter of the book like (laughs) if, if every author has a favorite chapter What's what's your favorite chapter in this book and why?
0: Oh, that's a tough question, actually. Wow. <laughs> you love them all. Well, the reason you can, it's tough is because there's one. 99 chapters. And it was, <laughs> it, it was written in a way that the, the formatting, the different font sizes, the different italics and bold makes it easy to read quickly and understand. But at the same time, it's not too dense. So mm, I would it. say... It's somewhere in the 90s, 97, 98, 99, where I, where I wrote out my personal creed, where uh, I, I was very nervous at, because I, it, it is actually 100% giving of your heart. Like This is actually what I wrote a few years ago and then read every day to myself. And this is how I try to live. And if I share this, then they can. They, then they know everything about who I am and what I feel. And that was kind of nervous. But then at the same time, once it was in there and I was committed to it, It was it became that. Yeah, that's my rallying. This is who I am. And so if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. This is who I am. And so let me see what chapter that is at the very end. Hey, I'll I'll tell you, because
2: actually I I was I was when I was going through this. This is this is what I love, because um, if you can recite some of these, because this is cool, because at the end of Selling from the Heart, I have a Selling from the Heart manifesto.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And, yeah.
2: and, and this aligns so well when you start talking about your personal great creed, because I'm a massive believer. And I know Daryl is as well as I am statements. And this lines up so spot on. Can you share some of that with our
0: listeners, Mario? Yeah. So the first part of the creed just says, I care about others. And so it, it primes the mindset saying, Hey, I care about others because obviously in order to do your job well, you have to care about yourself. Right. But I care about others kind of sparks it. Right. And mm-hmm. then I'm a master of my craft. I'm a professional. And I got into the craft type methodology. There was a writer named Jeff Goins who writes about writing actually and he helps people become writers. And so when I first started writing like publicly in 2014, I read some of his stuff and he said, hey, you're not just a writer. A writer, writing is a craft. And then I thought, well, every job is a craft if you treat it like a craft. You don't have to be an artist, a woodworker, leather worker, a painter. Every job is a craft. So sales is a craft. And if Mm -hmm. we treat it that way, Mm -hmm. then we'll be artists of sales. And that's kind of, what I wanted to pursue. Um, I'm constantly learning, training, and developing all of my skills because that is something that I have to remind myself, hey, just because I've done this well doesn't mean I'm I'm perfect at it. And it doesn't mean that I have other skills that I can develop. Just because they're not a skill today doesn't mean I can't develop them. I place the customer above all else. I plan and I'm always prepared. I believe trust wins. I'm honest, curious, dedicated, passionate. I love helping people. I listen more than I talk, which doesn't sound like it on this podcast, but that's what I try to do. Um, I teach, explain, simplify, and create value for everyone with every conversation. So the idea is to, how can I say something simply without talking too much, right? I'm positive Mm -hmm. because I know what I focus on expands. I'm resilient. I'm grateful. And everyone feeds off my enthusiasm and energy. As long as I'm bringing positive energy, even if I mess everything else up, they'll leave with a good feeling. And so then there'll be, hopefully there'll be a second pitch, right? Yeah. And that's all I can hope for.
1: I love it. I love it. I love the idea of, I've, I've creeds, manifestos, um, any like this is a really, really great exercise. This chapter, what chapter number is it? 92, 92 chapter 92 is worth the price of the whole <laughs> book, because if you can get a manifesto down that you say, this is me, and this is what I'm aiming towards. Um, and if caring's part of that manifesto, and once you get f- through the first 91 chapters, caring will be a part of that manifesto. I'm pretty <laughs> confident you're going to be set up for success. Mario, I I am so excited about the book. I'm I'm thankful for uh, you. I'm thankful for. I, we know the work it takes to put it together, and and this truly is a gift uh, to the sales profession. And and I'm just I'm grateful for this, and I can't wait for everybody to get their hands on it. Uh, really care for them. It's available Amazon and wherever fine books are sold. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Barnes and Noble, <laughs> Amazon. That's usually the two ple- most Common places people go to buy them, right? So fantastic. And uh, anything else you'd like to share as we wrap up today? Um, yeah, just I, I think the idea of selling is helping, right? And mm-hmm. those who se- who care the most actually end up selling the most. No matter who I've come across, Yep, those who care the most will sell the most beautiful. Oh, that,
2: that is so good. Mario, I so appreciate you. This is so cool to be able to hang out with you on the Sound from the Heart podcast after all of our communication and conversations together. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
0: Thank you. It's been fun.
2: Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Wow. This is so
1: aligned with everything that we are. And I love the whole concept of not just caring, like really caring in this, uh, this book. I have a feeling we're going to be talking about
2: this uh, for some time now. Yeah. You you know, it's that sixth sense, Daryl, people, it's hard to explain, Mm -hmm. but people actually, they sense, they sense the things that we were talking about with Mario. They sense the sincerity. They sense that you're genuine. They sense that you truly care. Yeah. And and it's by the questions you ask and how you listen and where those conversations go. And, you know, it, it all starts with how well you care for yourself. If we can, and that's what I loved about the, the podcast with Mario is we talked about the caring for yourself and the caring for your clients and the caring for your prospects and really just you know caring about the things that are important to them so much that you actually act on
1: them. I think that's great. I think the challenge I want to throw out to our listeners right now is, what's your creed? What's your creed? Need some ideas, get a copy of really care for them, you know, order from Amazon. It will be, you know, a doorstep in a day or two get to work on the creed. I'd love to, I'd love to see it. Like I'd love if you wrote your creed and I loved how Mario was so bold as to put in a book that's going to have, you know, copies in libraries for, for centuries to come uh, put it out there. But are you willing to do that? Would you put your own creed together? Uh, I, I just want to see some of them. So, uh, for all of our folks in the insiders group, what's your creed? And uh, for everyone else out there, if you want to send us a copy, I think this would be a really good way to take some action off what Mario has shared with us today. Um, by the way, if you want to get involved in the insiders group, join a group of like hearted sales professionals who I guarantee one thing, these people really do care because I get to hang out with them on a weekly basis. And we chat throughout the week in our private social network. Go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash insiders. And we'd love to see you there. You can get a, a free pass to our next Up Close and Personal. And Larry, this is this is so much fun. We've got an incredible lineup of guests going through the holidays and into the new year. We've got the Authentic Selling Challenge that we'll be announcing the dates on very shortly in mid-January with uh, some incredibly powerful Coaches that are going to come in and invest in us. All of it, Larry, I'm just so fired up right now. And this is such a cool time to be in
2: this profession that we call sales. I I love every aspect of it. And, and I just love that that together we're along for this journey. I mean, Daryl and I, you know, everyone, we're committed to raising the bar in the sales profession. We're committed to bringing authentic authenticity and trust, sincerity, and substance. We do this because we care. So we hope that you come along with on the journey with us. Awesome. Well,
1: thank you, everybody. Thanks for sharing the podcast. Thanks for leaving reviews, putting it out there on social. If you're watching on YouTube, click subscribe, share the video. Till next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep adding value demonstrate that you really care and most of all sell from the heart
2: thanks for listening to the selling from the heart podcast on the Salescast network if you enjoyed the show make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode we appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word as always we would love to connect with you so look for us on linkedin facebook instagram and your favorite podcast platform This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.